Hey guys, welcome to episode number 20 of the Mimi B Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and you're listening to the Mimi B Magazine podcast, a lifestyle podcast all on health, relationships, sex, career, and self-development. This podcast is designed to entertain, inspire, and to motivate you to become the best version of yourself possible. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's like quite interesting because I've always struggled with being not real because I think I'm very authentic to myself and I think that I do speak my truth, but I, I've definitely um, not had as much confidence as I wish I did with like kind of because I wanted to start my podcast like literally four years ago. I've been talking about this for so long and I and I yeah. feel like I've just been waiting and waiting and I think it's like a confidence thing. Like I didn't believe in myself and I didn't think I was good enough. So this is actually like you're helping me. So thank you so much because I oh, – oh No, seriously. I feel like this all happened for a reason and the timing is like perfect because I finally feel like I am – I can be who – I am to everybody and like I don't have to hide anything and I think your podcasts are just so real and raw and you're you're not scared to be who you are and just tell it how it is and I think that's extremely powerful for people nowadays to hear because everyone's trying to be something that they're not they're masking themselves on social media hey guys I'm back with my friend Tay and we had such an amazing response to our last podcast and we just had to record another one and I think we're going to make it kind of like a a bi-monthly thing or a weekly thing because Tay is such a great speaker she's coming out with her own podcast and I think we have great conversations that you guys can really benefit from so welcome again, Tay. Thank you. So today we thought that we were going to, well, I think we're just going to delve right into like health and our journeys with eating because it's a pretty big topic and, you know, we speak about it a lot and Tay and I have both been through a lot with our mm-hmm. eating patterns, our, our views on eating, our relationship with food. So yeah, I think, I think we want to kind of talk about that. Do you want to start with your story? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I haven't really shared this on social media or with many people. So um, (laughs) here it goes. Um, Yeah. So when I was younger, um, I was struggling with a severe eating disorder. And um, I feel like, so when I was, I think I was eight, eight, you were eight? You were that um, yeah. young? I think, well, no, this is when I think it started is because I was in modeling and acting when I was younger and mm-hmm. um, all the pressure of society even back then. And now like, you know, we're at a completely different level of pressure from social media and all around us, our society like has created this. And just like you were saying, like we're all in this together. So anyway, when I was eight, um, I started modeling, acting and I think that um, I I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to be something that maybe I wasn't and I was trying to um, use image to, I guess, that was kind of like how I valued myself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And so it just made me sick and it kind of creeped in. Obviously, I, I don't think that my eating disorder started when I was eight, but I think like the pressure started and it was just a buildup. So when I was in grade, um, like 10, 11, this is when it really started to happen. Like I would go on extreme juice cleanses. I would drink like 
I would go to the superstore and buy like blue menu orange juice and just drink just orange juice. And I'm like, now we know and we're more educated and we know that's not okay. Um, but be, because, you just have that for the day, yeah, like just, just blue menu orange juice all day. Um, and I would get like faint. I would get really, really, really weak. Um, and then it, it got really extreme. I would portion out, um, I would portion out like cauliflower, raisins, and I had like a Red Bull addiction. So um, I would just like drink Red Bull all day and it was like very, very toxic. Like it was extremely scary and I started to get below um, 100 pounds and that's when my family, they were like, "Um, okay, we have to do something about this. Like you have to go to rehab. And I obviously, um, I come from a family where image, image is important and kind of, you know, our of like who we represent is important. So, or like what we represent is important. So I denied that. And like, we, we were kind of all in denial that this was going on, which also made it extremely challenging to cope with it. Right. No one would really like, you know, look at the problem in the face and say you need fixing. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of just, I just dealt with it for a while. Um, Did you go to like any rehab or anything? I didn't No. So I actually just kind of, internalized. Yeah. I, I, I worked on it myself and I was like, I can't have these thoughts. Like the thoughts were crazy. And I'm like, this is so not who I am at the core. And I need to like, I need to deal. And I, you know, so many people deal with these pressures of social media and, and especially eating disorders. Nowadays, I feel like they're even more common and people just, um, they don't talk about it. Yeah. So they don't talk uh, about it. It's, it's like, but I think people are starting to a little bit more, but I for just sure. think social media in general is just such a pressure. For sure. Like it's so intense. So anyway, then um, coming out of university and I I, um, I was still, you know, I like we were saying, I don't think you ever fully heal from it. I think that th- these, these thoughts do still creep in your mind. But um, so I didn't like exercise. Like, believe it or not, I despised it. Yes, I'm not even joking. I did not love – like, I I hated it, actually. And I I hate to use that word, but I actually (laughs) – I really, really did not like exercise. And my mom would always be like, Tay, you need to, like – you need to work out. It's so good for the mind. And so my, like, my workout journey or, like, my – like, getting my physical body into a state, this, like, only started probably four years ago. No way. Yeah. And I thought you um, always were like into no. it. Like, remember when we were in school together, we'd go to like yeah. yoga and stuff, but like I guess not any intense classes. Yeah, exactly. So I started with yoga and then uh, obviously I found spin. And I think it really started to shift for me when I was living in LA because I was like, oh my goodness, like this is actually so good for my mind. And I wasn't thinking about the physical aspect. And then I fell in love with that feeling of feeling really, really strong. Um, and I love that. And I just gained more confidence through that. Uh, and I'm on like that path, the path of healing from a severe eating disorder. And I think it's, it still affects my day to day, but it's not like, it's not nearly as, um, I guess it doesn't have the same impact it used to have on me. Obviously I have, I have grown so much. I have really walked into that confidence that I have today and, and made it a priority in my life. Wow. That is just so amazing, Tay. I'm literally so proud of you. You 
you went through this yourself and you didn't even have like external help really. Mm -hmm. And you just like decided this is not the person I want to be. I'm not going to let these thoughts affect me anymore. And obviously Mm -hmm. sometimes they do creep in and, and I get it. I can relate. I haven't, I didn't have anything as severe as, as what you had, but I remember being a young girl and, and definitely feeling the pressure. Like I dabbled in, in different eating disorders when I was younger. Mm -hmm. It never really like, you know, thankfully it didn't stick too long um but I remember being like 14 and I had this friend well friend she wasn't really a friend looking back but um Mm -hmm. she like taught me how to like make myself throw up and like she was like it's good just do it after you eat a lot like it's just like I we're just well I think I was just naive and right um I definitely did that for for a bit um Mm -hmm. and I would try like doing these crazy diets like the cabbage soup diet or something where I would just eat like cabbage soup (laughs) For like three weeks yeah and like yeah you lose weight but then it all comes back and exactly. it's just not healthy it's a toxic it's a toxic mindset um I remember when I I I mean I was I guess I was into fitness in some sense because I was on team sports and I remember I was doing I was training for like this track and field uh, meet and I went on this really long run this is when I was living at home and I used to like go to the washroom right away and turn on the sink and like make myself throw up which is so crazy to think about and to think like I was in that mindset where I thought that was okay and this is like what I needed yeah. to do to be accepted and to be beautiful, right? Because that's what yeah. we – like we can get in that mindset where it's so far from who we are and what – like, you know, what is actually okay. So um, it's it's real. It's like the reality. Yeah. And, you know, it's crazy how we just weren't even that in tune with our bodies. Like we would right. make ourselves throw up and it's mm-hmm. like – babe, like your body's telling you like mm-hmm. it wants to, it, you know, we'd binge and then throw up and it's like, it's binging because it's like, you've been starving it. Like it's a cycle. Yeah. You can't, like, there's not like anyone who wins at this cycle. Right. You know, it's never, there's no like end, end where it just stops and you're at your goal and everything's happy. It's like, it never has worked that way. And I wish someone, or I wish I, I would have listened to someone who would have told me that ages ago. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so not worth it. And it's like, you know, if the second that you start realizing that you don't want your thoughts to completely be made up of these negative, you know, criticizing words towards Mm -hmm. yourself, and you really make a conscious effort and you put the work in to kind of switch that around, then your life will change and you will become a more intense and soulful version of yourself because you'll have time to like have those thoughts that make you you, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So for- like, what, what do you think the breaking point was for you though, Tay? Like how did you get it out of that really intense mindset? I would say – so I also like – of course, we've always talked about it, but I, um, I was like a vegan for 12 years. So I think after that, I just – I was so ill and so depleted in so many ways and not because of the vegan diet. I, I don't have anything against it. I just – I was so extreme in my um, practices or my my dieting. So I think I just realized, okay, I'm actually going to kill myself if I like continue on this path. So it was a big wake-up call when I had no energy. I couldn't get up until like 2 o'clock. Like that's crazy. I get up at 5 a.m. now. Yeah, wow. It's wild like to think – how much I have grown and how much I like how far I've come. And I've honestly never really talked about it to too many people. Like there's few people mm-hmm. in my life that that really know this. And I, I 
I guess <laughs> I'm just ready to share it because I really do believe that it helps someone out there. Maybe I yeah, like I need to share my story so that it can empower someone else to like uh, shine light on their um, like what they're going through and help them go through what they're going through because. I wish that I had more people to talk to and and make it feel make it like just create a safe space yeah. for me to talk about it. Um when I was growing up it was kind of faux pas to talk about something like this and to admit something like totally. this. Like my I you know and and it's not because my family didn't love me. I just feel like it was such a a different mindset than when we're that than what we how we think now, mm-hmm. you know. Now we're just so open and like yeah, so raw, and that is also mm-hmm. part of our journeys to being the, you know, the best and ideal versions of ourselves, and the most healed version of ourselves is being honest because we're not keeping anything in and suppressing anything. Absolutely, I think people nowadays are more and more hungry for the depth of truth, and they're naturally drawn to truth. Yeah. So. Um, I think that that's extremely powerful. And I think for me is like, this was a really, really dark, um, period in my life. And we just, we just, uh, we went right into it. Sorry. (laughs) Um, but I think that like our darkest times, that's when we're willing to like dig the deepest and really like, you have no choice at that point. Like you're at rock bottom. You have no choice, but to really dig deep and figure out how you're going to climb back up to the top, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So I like I I think that it's just been an ongoing journey of just healing and figuring out, um, just like finding my power. And I, you know, um, I always talk about Spinco, but obviously it's a huge passion of mine, and it's a platform where we can bring light to these things. So right now, um, the month of September, we're talking about like find your purpose, um. And like next month, I really want to talk about finding your power because I believe that we we were all born with power and purpose and all these incredible things that help us get to to live our best life and live full out and and live, I guess, find our destiny. And I think I just kind of gave other people my power. So after having this eating disorder for so many years and kind of coping with it, I was I didn't love myself. It it goes back to self-love and self-respect. So I lost all respect for myself. I, lo- I lost all of that self-love that I think we're born with, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So then that translated into relationships oh, God, and yeah. that was not good. <laughs> Don't get me started, but we'll um, podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that's the next one. Oh my God. Okay. So you were vegan for 12 years. When did you stop? Yeah. Why did you stop? How is it affecting your body? What did you try doing after that? So the book called um, Eat Your Blood Type or, um, you know, I think that's what it's called. Blood Type yeah. Diet? Um, yeah. It's called, yeah, Blood Type Diets maybe. That, it's like a white book with um, black font. Anyway, so my frequency healer actually was the one that kind of, um, he like shined light on this topic for me and he's like, you need to read this book. And I figured out I was an O positive blood type, which means you need red meat in your diet or you're like a meat eater and A is like they can they can operate on a plant-based diet because I think O positive and uh, don't quote me on any of this stuff, by the way. This is just yeah. um, memory. But um, I'm pretty sure like the O positive were the, the, that's like the first blood type. So like hunter-gatherer kind of 
I think, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, so he just said, you know, to to get your full energy because this is when I was coming out of everything and I was healing and I was really, really making m- myself a priority and trying to love myself again um, and respecting myself by doing the self-work that was required for me to love myself again and to really heal. Um, so yeah, he told me I need to start eating meat. So of course I would do anything to make – to uh, make my health a priority. So I started eating. I know. How did you mentally wrap your head around it? Because I'm still struggling with that. I know. Yeah. I have had it in years, 10 years. Yeah. It it was really hard. I just had to go for it. I I don't have a lot of fear in the moment. I just kind of go for it. So um, I was actually in Sweden. So this actually wasn't that long ago. I think it was like three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Three years ago. And well, one, there's – like so much meat and so much bread in Sweden. So I had one, I couldn't eat gluten. So I had an, one option and it was meat. <laughs> so no way. Not that they, they don't have vegetables. Veggies? No, they oh do, gosh. but I'm just being dramatic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I had salami. The salami was my first piece of meat um, and it was incredible. I ate a lot of it. And then, you know, I, the the thought of like oh my goodness I feel so guilty like the guilt and the, almost like shame yeah. right um, that totally. started to creep in but I just continued on because I was like you know I have to put my health um, my health is a priority I, I this is like part of my my self work um, so it was a journey and it and it still is I I always think about going back to the back to a vegan diet um, because I love how clean it makes me feel and how light it makes me feel. Um, and obviously, yeah. there's so so many um, studies on on health benefits and you know what it does for our body. So, but- so what are you eating now? Because I'm I'm feeling similar. Like I was really into keto for a while, although mm-hmm. I didn't eat that much meat. I was eating like organic, healthy dairy. By the way, update: haven't had dairy in about four days, and I feel incredible. And I'm mm-hmm. gonna try to just cut it out completely. But Amazing. like I'll eat organic chicken, organic turkey and like organic eggs and wild fish and stuff. But like, I do agree. Like I've seen all of the documentaries and so have you seen all the vegan documentaries that terrify you to ever eat meat ever again. And like, you know, obviously documentaries are biased, but I agree with most of the stuff that's in there. Like I agree, like, but factory farm meat and, and conventional dairy is just really, really bad for you. We all know that even the health experts like Mark Hyman and Dave Asprey and stuff like they agree if it's processed meat and from a factory farm, don't eat it. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about meat now? Cause it's like, you feel best and clean when you're vegan, but then it's like for your health and your energy, like you want meat. Like I don't, I know. I don't it's know for me too. Like, what do you it's think? A struggle. So are you still doing keto? I'm eating a generally high fat diet right now. I think like I kind of want to play with like cyclical keto. So like maybe for a few days, like if I don't really want to be strict keto, like I don't have to be and I can eat mm-hmm. a bunch of carrots and sweet potatoes and for higher sure. carb starchy veg. And I just, I don't think I'm going to go ever back to eating any pastas or heavy grains or processed right. carbohydrates just because I know what that does to my body and it makes me feel like shit. Don't yeah. think I'm going to go back to conventional conventional sugar because that also makes me feel like shit. And there's just so many oh, so alternatives. Toxic. Yeah so toxic so I know for sure and everyone all the health experts can agree on this that health 
or that um, sugar and refined carbs and processed foods are not good for you. No one's going to argue that. So I think I definitely want to stay away from those. But, you know, let's just say today, right now, it's a Sunday afternoon. um, Ben just left. We had lunch together and I made us, we went to Planet Organic, which is like a Whole Foods type kind of grocery store. We have Planet Organic too. But it's definitely not the same. I think, well, it's called Earth Organic now, but it used to be Planet Organic. Yeah. Oh my God. That's amazing. It's kind of like Pete's. Remember Pete's? Yes. Similar. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, maybe this is the same kind of owner because it's very similar as well. But yeah. um, So yeah. And anyway, we just picked up some like organic, like local almost. It was like um, chicken from the Cotswolds, which is like a really beautiful countryside near London, like organic chicken breast like expensive, like 14 pounds for breast, but whatever. Like I like to spend money on quality absolutely um, meat. So that's definitely, I'd rather not eat the meat if it's not quality. For sure. Um, like yesterday as well, like I was at a restaurant, I was going to order the salmon, but I was like, no, it's probably uh, farmed. So I'm not mm-hmm. going to, I'm just going to order veg. When I'm out now, I only order vegan. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I picked up the chicken and like I made us, um, I, I coated it with almond flour and spices and I baked it. So it was like healthy chicken tenders. And then um, I made like a big spinach salad and he had like it with bread, like in a sandwich. And I just had it like that. And it was so good. But then I'm that also like, amazing. yeah, yeah. But like, I'm also like, fuck, is chicken good for me? I'm not sure yet. Like I feel okay when I, I eat it. I don't have any reaction, but like, yeah, yeah. I was asking you, what are you yeah, tell so, me? <laughs> sorry. A little off. Um, off uh, schedule. Okay. So I, right now I've gone through so many recent changes in my diet. So I was doing keto for, for like a week. <laughs> doesn't I don't yes. even know if that gets me in the zone, but, um, <laughs> it was, it would, it honestly, I felt incredible the first three days. I felt like I had so much energy, but then I almost get a bit panicked when I like have such a strict diet. Um, mm-hmm. because I just, I don't want to put too many restrictions on myself and on my body because I just want to do Especially because of your past. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Um, So I just want to do what feels right. So right now for – I've been doing my green smoothie, which I gave you um, the recipe for the other day, which Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with. It has an amazing, amazing um, nutrition in there. And um, I'm doing chlorophyll. So you have that for breakfast? Yes, I'm doing that for breakfast. Well – pre-breakfast. So I do that after my morning coffee. I'll have my coffee and then I'll do my green smoothie. And what then do you put your coffee? Just black right now. Black I was doing coffee. Bulletproof, but I'm just doing black right now. Um, it just kind of gets me started. And I only – I'm trying to limit myself to one coffee a day right now. And it's super mm-hmm. hard because when I was um, with – uh, like my workload is so heavy that I I was honestly I was up to four coffees a day it was insane like that's no, not okay that's so bad so bad and like the water that you have to drink to compensate for that is too much for me so um yeah. I'd literally be drinking all day um and then for I'll do a thin um gluten free wrap with uh, organic chicken spinach um sometimes cheese but not always and then um just like a tomato and avocado. And then for lunch, I'll do a salad, which has a little bit of egg in it. Um, I'll do like some soy nuts and then just veg. And then for dinner, it's either like lately I'm kind of all over the place. So it's either I love sushi, which isn't the greatest, but um, I do love sushi and or I'll have um, chicken – 
with, you know, a rice or an, and a veggie. So I'm honestly, I'm not, I'm not on a strict diet right now and it does feel good. I, I, that's good. Yeah. If you feel good, then do like, don't have a super strict diet, but also like, that sounds like it's really healthy. Like I'm not mm-hmm. saying to people like be on a diet and eat like this certain way. I'm just saying like, be mindful what you put in your body. Oh, like yeah. diet, the word diet is harmful in itself, I think. And especially like if you have history of like restrictive eating and stuff, mm-hmm. the way you're eating is perfect. Just like quality, 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 quality. quality. It's honestly quality. And I, I will eat organic all day long. So it's, it's extremely important to me that I'm eating really good um, quality food. Yeah. And I was listening to a podcast yesterday while I was running and uh, it was this woman, this doctor, and mm-hmm. she was saying how if you're going to concentrate, if you want to change your health, do these three simple things. Switch to filtered water, yes. number one. Number two, eat organic because mm-hmm. that reduces so many toxins in your body that you don't even realize you're eating. She was like, I would rather you don't eat the spinach if it's not organic. Yes. Like right. that's how it mm-hmm. – yeah. So she was like, eat organic, um, drink filtered water, and don't eat processed packaged foods. It's so bad for it. you. I know. It's so simple, so right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So simple. But, but hey, listen, like the way you're eating sounds fat. Like, do you, are you eating much meat other than like, you I, know, the I, chicken? I've and been stuff that you trying like, to cut back because I, I'm trying to figure out kind of what my next step is with my diet. So, um, I've been, I go to, I see this skin coach and she's incredible and she's, she's working with my diet and kind of helping me figure out what is best for my body. So, um, my I was given this um, protein powder that uh, it's called Isogenics, and mm-hmm. I was I this was literally just last week. And when I went home, my dad had like a bunch of this protein, so I just took it because um, I never I normally don't have anything in my stomach before I teach in the mornings, which is not good because I think then my body's eating the muscle that like I work so hard for. So mm-hmm. I've been really focusing on making sure that I have proper protein in my diet. Um, and so it's this it's it's called isogenics and it was like isoline it's just a protein powder and I took it for 4 or 5 days and my skin was breaking out in this rash and I felt like I felt this weird energy towards it and I was like this is so toxic for my body and I took it to the girl that um my acupuncturist and she's incredible. She tested it right away and was like, this is horrible for you. So it's yeah. interesting because I've heard so many great things about isogenics and and um these protein powders, I guess. Uh, and it just didn't work for me. So I think like every body is different. Right. And I think that we just have to listen to our gut. And if we feel like it's not right for us and it's definitely not. And so I, I emailed my skin coach and I was like, I was trying this isogenics. My skin is broken out like crazy. Like I, I like had this like almost like a rash all over my face. And she was like, big, no, it's, it's full of like fillers and, um, synthetics it, it was like horrible for you. That's mm, so. so amazing. You can just like see a change and like listen to your body and realize that, yeah, it's literally from this new protein. Yeah. Powder. And that was like so the only thing that I was really switching in my diet that week. And my skin is already bouncing back. It's crazy. Wow. But what, like, I literally had it maybe, maybe I had six shakes, let's say, maybe five, six. It's not a lot, right? Oh my God. Yeah. Just do like, like a, I like this one that I use and it's a, it's a hemp and rice Mm. protein 
or all organic and um it's there's like added maca and oh. matcha and like all these superfoods i'm also loving maca is that how oh you say i know maca <laughs> it's so good hormone balancing yes like shit. yes um the other thing i've been off coffee for like five days now as well coffee and dairy and it's still hard i'm getting way better my first day i had like a total migraine and oh. nausea and it was like withdrawal but um, I don't think I'm going to cut it out completely for my life. Like I right. love coffee and I love my bulletproof, but I know I think I'm just way too reliant. Like, yeah. I think when you start to rely on something and become dependent on it, it it's not good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I've been having like, okay. So instead, like the first few days I would have like a matcha, um, either like a matcha blended with MCT oil to kind of like um, mimic my bulletproof or I mm-hmm. would just have a green tea. And, but this morning I had, um, this, I had this, I have these, this greens powder with like broccoli, spirulina, like all these greens and What's the powder called? stevia. It's the Arbonne one. I got oh, from my mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love your mom. So I know she's so cute. <laughs> so, um, I use a scoop of the greens powder in water and like some lemon juice and I just chug that and I'm so energized in the morning now. It Amazing. technically kind of breaks my fast, but like whatever, I don't really care. And then later on for like a late brekkie today, I had um, like a green smoothie with avocado, parsley, spinach, unsweetened almond milk, um, a big scoop of matcha. And I love matcha and smoothies. Me too. And then like, I really love matcha. I've been using this. Have you heard of like um, – is it called Welco? Like um, do you know Elle McFarland? Yeah. Okay, well, Australian brand. Yes. I have their vanilla protein powder in my cupboard. Is it amazing? It's so good. I use it sometimes. Okay, I've been using their alkalizing greens powder. It's incredible. Oh, it is so amazing. good. You need to get it. It's amazing. I'm obsessed. I'll, I'll put that in my smoothie with like chlorophyll mm. and like that sun potion. Yes. Oh, chlorophyll. I have it. That's in my smoothie this morning too. So it, I just have like the bottle with um, and it's just like liquid chlorophyll. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's oh, an internal so it's an internal deodorizer. <laughs> Deodorant. Oh no way. Yeah. I know. It's so good. I, I, I don't know if my inside smells or not, but <laughs> it's just so good. Oh, oh, I love my green smoothie. You know, I can't and you know, we were talking about fruit the other day. I think that was yesterday. Yeah, okay. Are you eating fruit? I need to talk about this because everyone thinks I'm crazy when I say I don't really eat fruit. No, I don't either. Except for berries once in a while. Okay, good. Okay, but I remember I, I, feel I was like, I ate zero fruit. And then I gave you the recipe for my smoothie and I was like, yeah. half a banana. You're like, okay, well, what about banana? Um, I wish there was a substitute <laughs> for ba- banana that wasn't so like high in sugar, but um, I do put that Avocado. Yeah, right. We did the talk same- about this. Yeah. Literally this morning, I put a whole avocado in my smoothie and like a whole dr- a thing of like a dropper thing of stevia, and it ta- like the texture is is banana. Okay, if it's sweet, I like that creamy texture. Yeah, yes, yeah. avocado baby. Okay, I'm gonna do that. But yeah, I love. What were we talking about though before that? Um, fruit. Yes, fruit. Okay, so let's talk about it. So you don't eat fruit. No, but only since I've started kind of doing more keto. But like the thing is, I'm at the point now where I'm like, I just want to listen to my body. Mm-hmm. And I also don't want to say that I do keto anymore because I think there's a really negative connotation behind that word. And everyone thinks like, oh, you're doing keto. Oh, like, you know, it's you can eat bacon and mm-hmm. eggs and all this stuff. And I'm just like, okay, once in a while, like if I crave that, I will try finding the best quality of that and eat that. But right. that's not what I mean by saying keto. Like, my days, I will tell you what my days look like usually. I'm it. like very plant-based at the moment. So like yesterday, for example, um, 
I had a, a smoothie bowl for breakfast, mm-hmm. which was basically the same kind of smoothie I had this morning, but like with a bit of this like uh, nut and seed granola, like paleo Ooh. granola oh, mix yeah. on top yeah, without sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was like an avocado based with like almond milk and um, whatever. That's just all greens and some stevia. Had that. And that was like a kind of like early lunch. And then I had, um, what did I have? Wait, sorry. I'm just thinking for a bit. So it's okay. <laughs> oh, Yeah. And then I made uh, lunch for Ben and I, and I had, um, I roasted eggplant. So I had like half an egg or had like a whole small eggplant, like roasted and then spinach and greens and some broccoli and some tahini. Okay. And then for dinner, we went out for dinner and, um, I had some baba ganoush, some green olives and some steamed spinach that probably wasn't enough, but we kind of ate really early. Yeah. But, like, that's all plant-based. So, like, yeah. I had a vegan day yesterday, and it was, like, a higher-fat, healthy vegan day. Right. And that's how I kind of feel my best, you know? For sure. So, do, um, do you know your blood type? No. I've done blood tests before. I've done, like, food allergy tests. I know. But they I, just I wouldn't remember, tell me my blood type. Yeah. I remember you, I like, to figure trying to figure out. it out. Yeah. Just figure it out. I mean, and maybe it's honestly whatever feels best for your, your like, for your body and for your lifestyle. Do you really think the blood type thing, like, works? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know because I feel like I was meant to be plant-based. <laughs> I feel like I was born to be plant-based, yeah. but I feel like that's my purpose in life. But um, no, uh, I don't know. We also both like love animals yeah. and stuff and like – It breaks my heart. So I – yeah. It's hard because like it's also so judgmental nowadays. Like everybody's like, oh, like you eat meat. I know. And it's like, I know. Yeah. I know. But you you can't listen to everybody. But um, I feel – I just – I like that you had a, like a plant based day yesterday, and now you're you know like today may, maybe today won't today, be yeah. right. So, um, I think it's just kind of reading your body and fi- being just aware. Self awareness is everything with lifestyle, diet. Every every aspect is just being aware of like how you're feeling. Yeah. And I think I feel best without dairy. Yeah. Not too much animal products. Like I'm not going to eat animal products any day, every day anymore. Right. Like I, it's not, it doesn't make me feel my mm-hmm. best. Um, but you went through a phase where you were eating a lot of meat, no dairy, no gluten. Right. Remember when you came over to London a few years ago yeah. and you were like obsessed with the Bulletproof diet. <laughs> and then I went through that phase like a year later. Yeah, <laughs> I remember I went to Iceland right before I came to London. I think it was in Iceland. Yeah. yeah somewhere. Anyway. Um, and that's where I read the Bulletproof diet book. So I was on my Bulletproof high. So um, yeah. And like that was great for that time. But then I, I think it was too much for me, too much meat, too much like heavy, heavy fats, I guess. And it just didn't feel Mm -hmm. clean for me. I think that I, I crave like that clean light feeling that a vegan or plant-based diet gives me. Right. Um, I think that you're the same and we we're just able to kind of, I feel like my thoughts and my mind is, it's just more clear when I have that kind of diet. And if I'm eating too much meat or too much too many um like processed um meals i i feel cloudy and i feel like weighted down my digestion is horrible um you know i deal with other issues <laughs> that um yeah, yeah like you know so i just want to be able to release toxins from my body too and i feel like when i'm eating a heavy animal based diet that i'm not able to 
have a, um, you know, like I, I want a good flow. You don't feel clean. Yeah, I don't feel clean. Oh, you mean yes. that you're, I know. you want to flow, yeah, yeah. Like you don't want to be constipated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I should have just said it. I should, I should have just said it um, to begin with, but yeah, I, oh, I deal, I've dealt with constipation my, almost my whole life, I feel. It's been a huge struggle for me. I told you about the castor oil, which has helped me so much. Mm, um, I never use that. Yeah. I just got senna, you know, that it's like a natural root or something. Okay. And Stella told me to get it. It's called senna and it's a pill and it looks like an herby pill. Okay. And it's like a natural laxative and it just really helped me. And I've also been taking fiber supplements and I'm back to normal You're now. Good? Thank okay. God. Hallelujah. But like, oh, it's so annoying because like when you go to the bathroom, it's like that's your body's way of detoxing. Absolutely. You know, we detox through our sweat, through our stool, mm-hmm. through our pee, through our like everything. So if you don't detox, the toxins stay in your body, stay in your gut, and it's fucking unhealthy. It's, yeah, it honestly. So I was at a point, and I think my eating disorder, obviously, like that's a that plays a huge role in your digestion, and because you're you're literally you're ruining you're ruining your insides when you treat yeah. yourself like that. So um, I had to actually do colonics because my body was so backed up and so my to- – like um, I, my body was so toxic that my doctor actually said it was extremely – like it was an extremely dangerous situation for me. Like I was almost so toxic that it could have really um, killed me actually. Oh my yeah, God. it was like Are you so. Serious? Yeah, it was like so toxic. My, I feel like I always tell my colonics um, girl that like she saved my life because my body was so toxic at that point. It's actually scary, and I feel like people don't really want to talk about these kind of things, especially like colonics and you know using the washroom, um, pooing. Yeah, pooing. <laughs> <laughs> we should make it a cool word. Yeah. Everyone does it. <laughs> I, ben and I get like jealous of each other. Oh, <laughs> other. oh this is like getting really into it. Okay. But he's like, ben. did you have a good one? And I'm like, if I'm like, no. And he's like, oh, I just did. And I'm just like, fuck you. I know. I feel you. It is like, it's so satisfying when you have a good movement, especially when you've struggled with it so much. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's super valuable. But yeah, I guess – so what you eat is just in tune with your body. So do you eat red meat anymore? You say like I once do. every while yeah. you'll have steak. I love a good steak every once in a while. Um, I, I, and you don't feel guilty no, eating No, I it. really don't. Like it feels good if I – you know, it fills me really quickly. So maybe I'll only eat half of it, right? Um, and then I, I – you yeah. know, sometimes I do want to – because the meat's already there. I feel like it should be eaten. So I'll give it away. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I do eat meat like – you know, I'm, I don't put any restrictions on myself. So if I'm out for at a restaurant and like, you know, the steak sounds so good, I'm going to order that. I'm not going to feel guilty about yeah. it. I'm just going to enjoy it. Um, I'll eat until I feel full. I'm not going to overstuff myself. And I feel like that's also just being self-aware. Totally. It's, it's self-awareness. And, you know, I, I think the trick, what I'm starting to realize now, I've been on a massive journey with like what I actually want to be consuming and how I want to you know, have my diet mm-hmm. be like the past year. I've tried so many things. Like Tay and I have both tried the high carb, low fat, raw vegan. Like remember when we went yeah. to that phase? And then like we both have now been through the higher fat and like the bulletproof. I think my philosophy now is 
avoid shit that doesn't make you feel good, but then also just really try to incorporate incorporate so much of what makes you feel good. But like, don't really be super judgy if you cross, right. um, you know, if you cross one one line. So, you know, if you're really craving something like last night, I had two vodka sodas and a glass of red wine because I was out with my boyfriend and we went to a fashion show and it was a really fun night and I don't regret it. But this morning I was like taking vitamins, making sure I feel better Absolutely. and I don't feel super fresh today, but that was, that's okay. I'm not going to be super hard on myself. Mm-hmm. And I think with our past Tay, cause I went through a phase of like almost a year without drinking. You went through a phase oh, of yeah. almost a year without drinking yeah. of alcohol. I remember. Actually, I, I and, was just going to be like, can we talk about alcohol please? Yeah. Let's talk about alcohol. Um, so why did you stop? I want to know. I, w- I want to remember like yeah, why you stopped. So, I think it was after a Tony Robbins thing and you're like, I'm yeah, never yeah. drinking ever again. Yeah, I just feel like I want to perform at such a level where I don't have any distractions and I don't have any um, any moment where I'm not in full control and be, may, making the best decisions for my future, you know. And I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not like <laughs> I never drank that much to begin with. I was never a party person. Um, it's just not in in my DNA. Um, but whenever I would even have like one glass or even three glasses, like I just wouldn't feel completely myself and. I feel like it's toxic for my body as well. And it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, of course it is. And I just um, – I want to eliminate any anything that's um, getting me off path of that. And, I, you know, we were talking about it on the last podcast. Like I, incra- I crave intensity and just living full out. So I think that even having like one glass kind of gets in my head and I'm like, oh my goodness, like I'm not living my best life. <laughs> but at the same time, you yeah. need to enjoy life. Like I love going to wineries and I love that social aspect of it. But I think that just making sure that you like going back to self-awareness, I really think that it's all about being aware. But if I had it my way and you know what, maybe I should do a whole year without alcohol starting right now because I'm like in that mindset. But I just think that I don't really, I don't love it either. Ditto. Yeah. I don't love it. It's a social thing. It is a social thing. And I feel like there's a lot of like when when you're out for dinner and everyone's getting a glass of wine, like I feel like it it's just something that – Pressure. Yeah, it's pressure. And that doesn't feel good either. So – and I do like to kind of make a statement by being like, you know, I'm respecting my um, – what I want for myself and my standards and the expectations I have for my life. So – um I teach every Saturday morning at 8.30 at Spinco and every Friday night, obviously I'm not, I'm not going out. Like I don't drink. Um, and I feel like that sets an example for what I value in my life and, and not just for other people in other people's eyes, but for myself, like, okay, this is like a huge priority in my life and I'm not going to do anything that's going to take away from that experience. And I'm going to create in that room, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I just think mm-hmm. that, yeah, I don't love it. And honestly, you know what? I might have to make a commitment right now. <laughs> yeah, babe, I'm so similar, like, except for once in a while, like a glass of wine or something. Like, I haven't drank a lot at all since since I really started dating Ben, I think. Yeah. Cause so does Ben not now drink? I, no, he does. Yeah. And he'll go to the pub with his friends on a Saturday while I'm doing work here and that's fine. But he's really cut down since I have as well. Like we both are, are committed to like living healthier. Exactly. And I think in a relationship, it's so important to have the same values and kind of, um, 
be on the same page with everything, especially that one. Absolutely. And, you know, I think my reasoning before, like, I was always in this weird limbo last year where I was like drinking a lot. And Mm. then I go through phases of like hating myself because I drink so much and like hating how I wasn't where I wanted to be and stuff. And then I realized like it all revolved back to like feeling like I was, I was never going to find love unless I like put myself out there and was at the parties and was at the events and like was out drinking or like going on the dates and like on first dates, you know, pretty expected to drink and stuff. So I feel like with Ben, like he's just let me become this person that I've always wanted to be where I've had like previous restrictions, restrictions on myself, like Mm -hmm. thinking, Oh, I can't not drink because then I won't find a, a, yeah. a partner or I can't not drink because then I won't have a social life. It's like, yeah, I can. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Intuitive eating. I love that. And intuitive drinking. Like I, I would join you on the year no drinking. Like I think in my it? lifetime, Al, for sure. Should we make a commitment right now? I, okay, I think once in a while I'm going to have a glass of wine here that's or there. Okay. But let's make a commitment that we'll, we won't have more than like five drinks in the next year perfect done or like yeah because like I could easily do that me too 100% we're doing it right now starting right now five drinks let's go (laughs) perfect and that would just make us more mindful of like is this really worth it because like you don't feel that great afterwards no you don't and um yesterday we went and you know I was telling you about um my aunt Tracy we surprised her and we took her around to some wineries and I was like you guys I'm just gonna drive you like this I want to have like good conversation and I want to be like completely in my zone and I'm we're the same way where we we like to get I call it the pocket of possibility so I feel like you're in that zone where like I cannot be in the zone when I'm drunk no, or even after one drink. Me neither. There's no way I'm in that zone after a sip of alcohol. Yeah. So I want to always be at like performing at my best. And I think even with like, you know, a little bit of alcohol in your system, you're not able to function at like your maximum. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so happy that we're making this commitment together <laughs> because I think it will yeah. really – it really – it just helps you be the best you can possibly be and it's not like – we're like we're putting like this huge restriction on ourselves. It's not like we love it so much to begin with. Totally. Okay. How about this? Okay. Maybe we could do like <laughs> negotiating. Um, I see. Maximum one drink. One drink, not like one night. One drink per month. Okay. So fair. it's like twelve drinks in the next year, okay. which some people have in one night. That's you know true. what I mean? Just because I feel like once in a while, like if I'm you know, eating really, really well and I feel super clean. And then like if I'm craving like a really high quality preservative free glass of red wine. Yes. Like I'm down for that. I'm down for that but too. One a month. Okay, sounds good. So when Shaking I drink something, it. I'll be like, okay, this is my drink for October. Exactly. Done. And we're shaking on it. <laughs> you already you know, have your September drink. Yeah, I feel like I've already had my September drink. <laughs> but that's good. I don't feel like um, drinking now for a while. Yeah. No, I don't either. I just like this conversation. Like I always feel so much better when I talk to you because I feel like we're on the same page on in so many aspects of our life, and we just want to be the best we can possibly be. And making like setting these standards and setting these goals, and um, I guess just having a value for our life is so important. Absolutely, and I I feel the same. I feel like you are the one person in my life that I feel like I can relate the most to. Like I I genuinely think our personalities are the most similar than with anyone else I know. And we both have this like, you know, this, this view on life that's pretty unique.
um, 